back to another episode of the College Football Overdrive Podcast. My name is Fred Purdue. I am one of your hosts. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, Rick Brown, as we celebrate a homeboy. What's going on, Rick? What's happening, man? You know, a lot of people say D.C. is just, you know, it's full of politics and... Uh, ratty politicians and sorry teams, but one player stood above the rest. Yes, love it. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm great. I'm great. Uh, we saw a, a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, not I can't lie, I wasn't really excited for it because I knew what was going to happen before. Uh, it, it happened all week. You, when all of the the coverage of the Heisman points to one player, you seem to kind of know. You know they're not good at hiding it. You know, um, but we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We have some awards that were given out uh, throughout the on Saturday as well, or I'm sorry on Thursday as well. Um, and, and we can kind of wrap up and close out the regular season. Uh, and, and look towards the off or to bowl season, a national champion, and maybe a little recruiting as we close out 2022. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, make sure you follow the show, College Football Overdrive, on Twitter. Make sure you follow myself on Twitter, Fred Purdue CFB. Make sure you follow Rick on Twitter. Where, uh, uh, I'm nervous. Uh, <laughs> Rick Brown 91. <clears throat> Find me on Twitter at Rick Brown 91. Let me stop playing with y'all today. It's a beautiful Sunday. Uh, find me on Twitter at Rick Brown 91. I just want to know mm-hmm. has anyone told you Mm-mm. when the Canes will score another touchdown? Nope. No nope. one has told me when those beautiful Miami Hurricanes. Cam, <clears throat> show up. If you know, you know. I know you're listening. Show up for me. Let us know. Uh, but yeah, we have uh, that. That's where you can find us on on in the world of social media, where I've been somewhat depressed about my canes not, you know, being being around. But it's bowl season, and you know, awards season. That's what we're here for. You know, a lot of times coaches say. You know, these awards are indivi- – they're not individual. They're about the team. And, look, give these players – I'm going to give you your flowers. If you are a great individual and you did what you had to do to get this award, I will give you that, those flowers for that because that individual performance, while football is a team game, it is the ultimate team game. Sometimes you just have to celebrate the individual. So uh, we can start at the top. Uh, we have the Heisman – Trophy winner from your neck of the woods, D.C. He was the number one quarterback in uh, in his recruiting class a couple years ago, transferred from uh, Oklahoma with his head coach and wide receiver, uh, Lincoln Riley, Mario Williams. Uh, those guys came along, helped him out to win this award. Uh, he, I said he won it during the Pac-12 championship. He solidified it uh, on one leg. 360 yards, three touchdowns, and a loss despite everything. Uh, one Caleb Williams, quarterback, 
and he's coming back for another year. That's the crazy part. He's coming back for another year, and he may may be looking at maybe some a big paycheck in the next couple of years. <laughs> Mobility, um, the moment's not too big for him, um, which we saw really last year while he was with Oklahoma. That big moments is when he tends to shine and he didn't let anyone down this year coming to a new college, a new situation and just set the conference ablaze. I mean, without him, USC wouldn't have gotten as close as they did. <laughs> um, and if he hadn't gotten hurt, you 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 know, we always say woulda, coulda, shoulda, if if this, if that. Um but he's the main reason why USC was in the um the 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 title game, the, the conference title game. So uh hats off to Caleb. And like you said, he has another year coming back. Another year in his favorite system. Now the the defense, I mean the uh, opposing coaches will have more on him, but will it really make a difference? Mm. Yeah, I don't think so. I really don't. Sometimes when you have players like him, they they just they they elevate your team to another stratosphere, and there's not a lot of special quarterbacks, at least at the college level. Um, the verdict is still out uh, as far as how ready he'll be for the NFL, but we're not here to talk about the NFL. I want to know what he does on Saturday. And when it comes to Saturday, he may be the best quarterback in the country simply because CJ Stroud's going to be gone. Bryce Young is going to be gone. Will Levis is going to be gone. Um, not a lot there. Who's that other name? I mean, Quint, your, your guy, um, your guy, Anthony Richardson, AR-15, he's going to be gone. So he's at the top of the food chain come next year. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, with the Heisman Trophy, right, we, we, t- we have people we – have other, we have other participants in this thing, right? So, of course, you know who your winner is. But we had some some surprising ways of how they voted, how the voters voted. Max Duggan, I was surprised, very surprised to come in second. That that, that really that one struck a chord for me. I was like, okay, C.J. Stroud came third, and you're and of course the way it, it kind of fell the way I thought it would at that point. Uh, Stetson Bennett, I really didn't think he'd have a real shot at it. He had a really good season, but I didn't see him going any much. I always saw him as the fourth guy in this. Mm-hmm. 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 I am, um, I am surprised a bit by the voting, but you made a good point on Wednesday when it came to CJ. What was his Heisman moment? I mean, he was consistent for most of the year and pretty darn good. But what 
where did he stand out? What what did he do to change the tide or elevate the team to what was his Heisman moment? And because of which, I think um, the voters penalized him. <laughs> and he finished third. Hendon Hooker and Bryce Young coming fifth and sixth. I mean, like I said, those two should have been easily, they could have easily been, I could easily swap them out for Max Duggan and Stetson Bennett. I mean, let's just, let's be real. Uh, Hendon Hooker was the talk of the season up until they played Georgia. I mean, he, him and his, his Tennessee offense, he, I mean, what didn't they do? until he tore his ACL. It it's like we forget that they have these se- these amazing seasons. Um Bryce Young by default, I'll be honest, take him off of Alabama, they're a four or five loss team. I'll just be honest about it. Um and when when you think this this is basically the, your this is your MVP award when it comes to college football. Who else most valuable player to lose two games on the road um, when they're not even in your control. That's tough. That's tough. Big time comebacks with no, no name me that their top, their top, one of their top pass catchers transferred a couple guys on the offensive line are transferring. So imagine the amount of talent he's losing. And a lot of those guys weren't even, when it comes to the Alabama standard, didn't really make the cut, but they were what they had. Um, your guy, Blake Corum, came in at seven. Your other guy, Michael Penix, came in at eight. Paso County, stand up. Congratulations. Yes, um, and he's coming back for another year, so he might have a shot at it. Uh, Bijan Robinson, Texas running back, uh, came in at nine. And my guy, Drake May. Quarterback North Carolina came in at 10. I think he got dinged for that, that Georgia Tech game. Uh, also, the ACC title game. Actually, the votes were in before the ACC title game, which makes absolutely no sense. Uh, but he had a couple stinkers, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, and the and Clemson uh, in the ACC title game. So he'll be back for another. He has two more seasons. Uh, he's a redshirt freshman, so – uh, I expect him to put up big numbers again. Uh, you'll see him again. And speaking of seeing someone again, 2023, way too early. You know, it's always, it's never too early to talk about 2023 or the following season. Who would be a couple guys that could stand out and possibly win this thing next year? Well, other than the reigning, defending, mm-hmm champion Caleb um, you have to immediately look at, at Drake May I would think uh, the numbers he was putting up a, a, as a redshirt freshman amazing um, Michael Penix I would think uh, he did some Heisman like things <clears throat> during this season um, and the TCU quarterback, 
who was hurt, who beat out Max Duggan, Dugan, um, before getting hurt, Chandler Morris. If TCU can put on another, I mean, and this was a dream season for TCU, so um, it's unlikely that 23 will go the way that 22 went, where all these amazing come-from-behind victories. But if they're in the running, I think Morris will have a lot to do with it. So um, those are my three uh, my three picks. Okay, I like it. I want other to than, other than Caleb. I would like to excuse Caleb Williams because he is the reigning defending Heisman Trophy winner. So I like to leave him. We it, that's a given. It's usually a given if the guy comes back and we haven't Unless your seen name one. is Bryce Young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else could a guy who wins it all and has it? Never mind. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm freaking believable. I know, right? Um, I'd like to say Drake May. Uh, the numbers he put up, it's very hard for me to not think he'd have a very, very explosive offense next year. All of, uh, Most of his guys are coming back. Uh, Jordan Addison is not coming back. He'll be going off to the league, but this is Lincoln Riley, and he's getting talent. I mean, these guys are going to get talent. It's USC. Uh, I think it's official. I'm, I want to see it one more year, but USC might be back, and, and with a vengeance too. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely looking forward to seeing what they do. Um, I want to go outside of quarterback with this one, and it's a little bit out of left field, but I want to I want to go away from quarterback because we haven't had. A quarter, we haven't had a, a non quarterback. The last non quarterback was what Derrick Henry, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Uh, and I thought my guy uh, Jonathan Taylor would win it a couple years ago. Here's a name to remember just a dark horse name. You know, I'm kind of good at this whole dark horse thing. Quinshawn Judkins, running back, Ole Miss. Yeah, I said Ole Miss. Yeah, 1400 yards as a freshman this year in an Ole Miss system where they ran the ball really well, 250 carries this year, had 16 touchdowns. When Zach Evans, the TCU transfer, uh, should have um, had the job, he took the job. Quinshawn Judkins, uh, he is my non-quarterback option here. Um, I I really want to go out on a limb and and, and say a certain Colorado quarterback because the hype is going to be there, but I'm not. I was going to do that next year. (laughs) I'm really ready to do it, but not yet. There's too much. There's too many factors going into it. Way too many factors going into it. So I'm not ready to do that. Um, But Michael Penix, it would be my other quarterback option uh he's had i mean this seems like to be, this seems like it's a quarterback award i hate to say it that way it's not necessarily what it's intended to be best overall player but michael Penix put up numbers and if they build on what they've done this year this team could be really good um i have a one honorable mention clemson freshman if they uh cade klubnik I saw what he did in, in, in spots. I have concerns. Not ready to really crown him yet. But 
What have we known from Clemson quarterbacks when they evolve and get better? Minus DJ. <clears throat> Minus DJ. Whether it's Taj Boyd, whether it's Deshaun Watson, whether it's Trevor Lawrence, when they develop and they get weapons around them, Will Shipley will be there to catch passes from him. Okay, Clubland might be a name to know. Leave it at that. All right, so awards, awards, just the major ones. We're not going through every single award. So the Bednarik uh, Award, which is the best defensive player in the country, belongs to Will Anderson. Anybody not named Will Anderson getting this award would be a would be criminal. I mean, it takes three people to block this dude. He's going to be a top three draft pick. Uh, he had eight sacks. I'm sorry, he had 10 sacks, which was good for eighth in the country, 59 pressures, which ranks him fourth in the country. Uh, he is an absolute menace. He would have been the first overall pick last year had he been able to come out. He is an absolute problem. Was surprised that um, he won the award. Not in a bad way, surprised. I just didn't think the um, the award givers were intelligent enough to understand the impact that this man made week after week on opposing defenses and and had uh, defensive coordinators, I mean, offensive coordinators devising ways to try to stop this guy. I mean, you had the game plan for him. Um, deserve it. He deserved this award, definitely. We have the Davey O'Brien Award, which is the best quarterback in the country. Now, this one made no sense. Your Heisman Trophy winner is a quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce Young's a quarterback, right? Last time I mm-hmm. checked. Mm-hmm. Hendon mm-hmm. Hooker's a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud's a quarterback, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah Drake yeah. May is a quarterback, right? I, do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> where are you going du- with this, man? Max Dugan won this award. <laughs> TCU quarterback. Um, I can give you about 10 quarterbacks I'd take over him. Best quarterback in the country. Not just... This is just a stat thing, I think. 3,200, I'm sorry, 3,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, four picks. That's very nice. Um, Caleb Williams won the Heisman. CJ Stroud is a better quarterback by uh, if you watch the tape. Um, I'd even go, I'd even say Jordan Travis, Florida State quarterback, and I hate giving anybody, any of those guys out there uh, in Tallahassee any kind of credit, but even he was a better quarterback this year. I'll go and say, I'll say it. Max Dugan had a nice year. Very nice year. But I, I got to disagree with this one. TCU, baby. <laughs> we have the Doak Walker Award, best running back. This one's easy. Bijan Robinson, 1,580 yards, 18 touchdowns, ranking fifth and fourth in the nation, respectively. Blake Corum got close, and he did some very nice things. Um, but if he hadn't this, gotten hurt. Yeah, if he hadn't gotten hurt. Um, Bijan Robinson had uh, 100 yards uh, in all but three games this year, and he topped the 200-yard mark twice in four appearances in his four appearances in, in November. Uh, very good year. Um, this, one was, this one was super easy. Yeah. Yeah. Running back class this this year wasn't great. Like I, I 
I re- it's really hard for me to say who a really great running back. I mean, Quinshawn Judkins was great, 1,400 yards, 18 touchdowns, very similar numbers, but we don't know who he is. The, largely, the media doesn't know who he is yet. So, cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we have the Outland Trophy, best interior offensive line. I am not going to attempt to, to butcher this young man's name. Um, but we have a – I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. Where is he from? He's from Michigan. Okay. Okay, guys. The Michigan yeah. offensive tackle. Yeah. Center. Center. Yeah, the, the Michigan center. Center. Okay, center. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, did, did he win two awards? Uh, I think he only won, he only won one award. Of the of the of the major awards. Okay. Um, we have the we have the Bolitnikov Best Receiver Award. This goes to Jalen Hyatt. He ranked fourth in the country in receiving yards and first in touchdowns. I mean, he's still scoring against Alabama. I'm just saying. Um, very. He was an explosive weapon, uh, recording 207 yards and five touchdowns against Alabama. Like I said, he's still scoring. Uh, I st- I don't agree with this one. I'm just gonna call it the way I see it. Marvin Harrison Jr. should have won this award with ease. Mm. With ease. Mm. Just saying. Mm. I have no problems with uh, Maya winning this award. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Um, we have the Ray Guy Award, best punter. Um, R.I.P. to him. He just recently, yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he just recently passed away. Uh, so RIP to him. Always enjoyed his speeches for some reason. <laughs> um, the only punter in the Hall of Fame, the only punter in the NFL Hall of Fame. <clears throat> uh, Adam Corsick, Rutgers. I mean, they punt the football a ton, <laughs> but he led the, his position in punts down inside the 20 yard line 33. That's a lot. Uh, he ranked third with 75 total yards. Or, I'm sorry, total punts. That's a lot, too. Uh, and he led the Big Ten with 35 fair catches. So punts that had fair catches. Um, we I don't spend a ton of time with kickers unless your name was Justin Tucker in, at Texas years and years and years ago. I don't spend a lot of time with punters or kickers. Their head cases. My, my uncle always said, if you're going to be the best at something, I mean, if you're going to do something, be the best at it. Um, punter is one of those positions that you really don't want to talk about. You only hear about them is when they get their punt blocked, usually, or get clocked in an all-star game. R.I.P. Sean Taylor. I was thinking um, that. I was thinking that. Yes. So, uh, when you when you do, when you are labeled the best, it has to be. It has to feel good. Congratulations, kid. We have the Thorpe Award for the best defensive back. That is not just corner. That can be a safety. But we have Travius Hodges Tomlinson, last name at T from TCU, and last name at TCU. Ever a lot of Horn Frogs. Remember. Wonder if there's any relation there. Who knows? Um, he had he had 42 tackles, 11 pass breakups, and three picks. In 13 appearances, he allowed only 38.9 passer rating while in coverage, which is the is a Big 12 best amongst corners. 
Uh, hats off to you. TCU had a very, very good defense. Mm, yeah, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, we have the Groza Award, best kicker in the country. Uh, that is that belongs to Christopher Dunn, NC State. Uh, ranked second in the nation with 96% field goal conversion rate. That's 24 of 25, including two field goals of 50 plus. And he also went 30 for 30 on extra points. Maybe you'll get a movie. You never know. Kickers. See what I did there. I did. Kickers are head cases. I'm I'm sorry. They are they are the ultimate head case. Ask Florida State. They should know. Mm. Yeah, you, you see. If I gotta praise him, I gotta throw a dig too. You know, mm. yeah. Wide left, wide right. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, too. And l- we have the coach of the year, Sonny Dykes. That's no surprise. Uh, after going five and seven last year in his first year at TCU, at TCU, um, he helped his team go undefeated in the regular season, and now they have a college football playoff berth for the first time. Unbelievable. And last but not least, we have the Maxwell Award, which this award makes no sense to me either. The <laughs> best player in the country. Didn't we just go over that? His name's Caleb Williams. He won the Heisman. Oh, yeah, he won this too, Caleb Williams. Um, he he was fourth in passing yards, first in touchdowns this season, adding 372 yards and 10 scores on the ground. Uh, USC – had the most prolific offense and posted an 11 to 11 and two record with both losses coming to Utah in the regular season and in the PAC 12 championship game. Um, and while they had the defense had a lot of struggles, he was the, the best and brightest uh, for that USC offense. Is DC in the house without a doubt, without a doubt. So, any no qualms really here with any of these awards? Any of the people that won these awards? Nah, nah. Okay, nah. I'm good with it. I'm good. With I'm, it. Good. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, uh, these 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 young men put on amazing seasons and did what they had to do. Uh, hats off to them. Congratulations. Good luck. Good luck with your exams. We have some some superlatives, some awards. We don't have some we don't have cool names and trophies for everybody, but here at College Football Overdrive Podcast, we do like to give people their flowers, give moments to the season. So we have our superlatives, game of the year. I'll start it off. Okay. Um, I still stick with App State versus uh, Texas A and M uh, going into that place. What we thought was a really good Texas A and M team. Turned out to not be that, but knowing what we know, knowing what we know now, but for them, that was the peak of their season. And I mean, that place was rocking and they found a way to upset a a team as they've done a lot of. Got to give it to App State over Texas A&M. A lot of good games this year. Yes. Um, Week after week. Yes. I mean, any TCU game, the first, I would say, eight games of the year at least, <laughs> could rank up to game of the year just because of the way they came back to win. Um, the, App State, the App State game that you mentioned, uh, 
heck, even daggone, um, even Tennessee and um, Tennessee and Alabama. Tennessee, Alabama came down to a last second kick. Hell of a game. Hell of a game, yes. Hell of a game. My game of the year, though. <laughs> and I'm going to let you fill out the second team. North Carolina. App State. <laughs> 50 something. Yeah. 63, 61. Yeah, yeah. That one was a good one. Bad. App State for the and first five weeks of the season was really good. Every game was crazy. Really good. Crazy game. Um, Drake May said, You thought the fam you game was something. <laughs> Hold my helmet. I mean, that was just back and forth, back and forth. A miss here, missed two point conversion here. Okay, no problem. (laughs) Hell of a game. Hell of a game. App State got a lot of love this year. Uh, That game was one of the reasons why. We have. Moment of the year. Mm-hmm. This for me, when it comes to moments, there's always that one player that has a Heisman moment, or there's a game that goes just it just makes everybody look wacky, wonky. Oh, this one's tough. This one was tough. I mean, whether it was I but I have to go Hendon Hooker. Uh just his performance against Alabama was just everything and i i guess if you want to call it hendon hooker slash jalen hyatt because they they're they're still scoring against this team i mean it was bombs away and it made a nick saban defense question itself i've never seen nick saban question himself the way he has the only other moment i'd have to say is week one of the season still still wondering how he has a job but Florida State, LSU, you had the game in the bag, LSU, and you just, you know, special teams. Those are the two that stick out to me throughout the year because it, it just set the tone for the year. Exactly. Exactly. And you took my moment. Florida State, LSU, week one. I mean, that game told me that well, what told all of us that this would be a wild year in college football. Uh, who expected George Travis to lead them on a 92-yard drive? Nobody. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I was. I've been staunch in saying he's not good at all. And who would have thought you dropped two punts and have a field goal, or you block? You had two field goals blocked and drop a punt, and that's the difference in. Mm-hmm. A game after your quarterback drove you all the way down the field. All 98 the yards down the 98 field. Yards. 98 yards that kid did. And incredible. I mean, Daniels was amazing. Yes. For that drive. Had, it, had it his team in position throughout the year to find a way. I mean, that team started out bad. That team started out bad too, like a Notre Dame, a certain Notre Dame team. I didn't believe in. <laughs> this year made this this year made no sense for about six to seven weeks. It made no sense. 
Mm-hmm. There's usually you kind of have an idea of what your team, what a team's gonna do after about three weeks. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have most surprising team. You know what this one is. You know what this one is. Easy. Yeah, hands down. Easy. Tennessee Volunteers. Even though I called it, I mean the the numbers that they put up. You know. You might have had a Heisman Trophy winner if they actually look at the full totality of his season. Uh, the only other t- only other one that I could really say is t- is TCU. Yeah, that's what I say. They went undefeated. <laughs> that's the that's only one. It's, it's like pick one. I mean, yeah, the, the both teams were really good this year. Remarkable. I mean, the comebacks by TCU. Um, everyone counted them for dead. How many times? And it seemed like. They didn't get into the stadium into the second half. It seemed like they were just going through the motions in the first half. And then, oh, <laughs> it's game time. <laughs> well, it was game time 30 minutes ago, but hey, do what you do. And they often did. Uh, TCU's my most surprising team. Most disappointing team. You know what I'm going to say with this one. We don't even really have to discuss it much. My five and seven Miami Hurricanes. You had Mario Cristobal come in, new staff, new offense, same quarterback. You expected a lot from this team, and every week it was just it, – it, I checked out around week five. I can't even lie to you. I checked out around week five. Um, I'm usually up for the Florida State game. I was like, nope, this one's this – ain't, this, ain't, this definitely ain't it. And uh, Middle Tennessee State gave us the business. I was a little I, I was a little concerned when Bethune Cookman kept us on our toes for about maybe a half and then Southern Miss kept us on our toes for a half. Uh maybe maybe next year, guys, 2023. We'll see. I was gonna say Miami. That was the easy pick, but you know who really um Oh and, and, uh, I'm sorry, honorable mention for honorable mention for me for most surprising team. Uh, uh, Syracuse, just uh, sorry, sorry, Coach B. For half a season, yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, heck, anytime Syracuse um, gets in a bowl game it, it, for football, is something's crazy. But no, um, the team that really surprised me this year was Clemson. Uh, disappointing. That disappointed me this year was Clemson. And even though they were in the running in the end. They just could never close the deal. And they took too long to um, switch quarterbacks. They just seemed a tad bit off on everything, coaching as well as playing. So Clemson was my uh, most disappointing team this year. Honorable mention for me, Texas A&M. Heck yeah. The hype behind that team and with the recruiting class, the what twenty something million dollar recruiting class, and now everybody's leaving, and they didn't even make a bowl game. They actually finished last. Uh, they were tied for last overall in the SEC, and they were actually la- uh, last in their division. I mean, they were Vanderbilt bad, mm. Vanderbilt bad. So, I mean, I expected all Aub- schools like Auburn to be there. I expected that, but I didn't expect this. 
multiple quarterbacks. Jimbo's a quarterback whisperer, and then he, there's the there's the smoking in the locker room. I mean, we let's not forget that. You know, the mass exodus, everything that could happen that was bad happened. Great job, Texas A&M. Great job, Jimbo. Uh, last but not least, coach of the year. And this one, this one may seem a little bit easier than than most might think. I know you may say Sonny Dykes. I know you might want to say Lincoln Riley. But I'm going to give this one to Jim Harbaugh. Mm. You beat Michigan. I mean, I'm sorry. You beat uh, Ohio State not once. I want you. But then you said, I'm going to pull a Drake back to back. So we're going to run this whole thing back. And then we're going to go to the playoff after they wanted to fire you. <laughs> after they wanted to fire you. And you you hold over there. Oh, y'all want to fire me? I'm gonna do real good this year. And then I'm gonna run it back. I'm gonna beat Ohio State again. With and then I'm gonna change quarterbacks. And then I'm still gonna say I'm, I might go to the NFL so I can get some more on that paycheck. So run me my money. That's basically what he said. Run me my money. Hmm. Shout out to you, Jim Harbaugh. Um, all the names you picked were are deserving. Uh, really, truly, but. No, I mean, Michigan always has a chance because they're Michigan. And 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 in that division, you know the winner of the Michigan-Ohio State game. It, whoever wins that is in for the most part. And, hell, sometimes even the loser is in. Is in, yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> having said that, the job that Sonny did at TCU in year two, just uh, amazing. Uh, Chain had changed quarterbacks. They still found a way, and they're right there. They are right there. Uh, hats off to Sonny Dykes and the TCU Horn Frogs. Definitely, definitely. Um, we have we we're going into. Real quick before we get out of here, because well, actually, we'll be here before before that happens. I'll I'll hold off. I'll hold off. Week um, zero. We oh sorry. Bowl bowl week zero. Bowl <laughs> week zero. <laughs> bowl week zero. Of course, um, we do have bowl games coming up in the coming week, but we'll talk about that on the on the next episode. But until that next episode, wait, 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 wait. Congratulations to Army. For beating Navy again. <laughs> again. Again. Another one. Sorry, sorry, sorry to my um my brother in law Calvin. Um uh, hey man. <laughs> Should have gone army. <clears throat> definitely, you know, definitely. Had, 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 had to throw that out there for Definitely, definitely. Um I didn't I usually as much as I love this game we call football, it's the one Army Navy's I give you about maybe the first quarter before I fall asleep on this game. I can't lie to you. It's always been triple option offense. I can't I, I go to sleep uh, after about a quarter of, of it. But I did see the late kick. And again, Army seems to be the one military academy or military school that says we're gonna keep up with the times. And we're gonna we're gonna run a more modern offense. 
And I think that's why they're having the success that they're having over schools like uh, Air Force and Navy. Air Force is kind of innovative too, but uh, it may be for time for a change at at Navy. Yeah, yeah, probably, but still. I love I love when Army anytime Army kicks their butts. <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure. Uh, one thing you can say about that game, everybody on that field is in, in that stadium for the most part is willing to uh, lay down their lives for anybody when it comes to defense. I do give a big shout out to those those military people on and off the field. Uh, you you guys they do. So much for us as civilians, and they get the utmost honor and respect. So shout out to those guys. Um, definitely. We have bowl weeks, a bowl week to talk about going into next week. So we'll be talking bowl games a little bit more. We'll be talking recruiting because the early signing period is actually on the 21st. Uh, so we'll, I might see if we can have a, a certain uh, a guest or two to help us talk about some recruiting. Uh, we have some uh, one Deion Sanders is already on the recruiting trail, bringing in four and four stars already. Uh, he he's hot on that trail. Guys are wanting to play for him. Uh, the, there's two recruiting cycles essentially now uh, with the portal, the transfer portal being opened. Uh, guys are jumping into new universes. If you if you're a if you're a, um, a superhero fan, you understand that one. If you're an anime person, you may understand that one too. Uh, but we have two, basically two different um, recruiting cycles here. So coaches are on the hot, are on the trail, trying to get fill their rosters out. So we'll be talking about that in the coming week. But until then, make sure you go follow the show on Twitter. You can follow the show at CFB Overdrive, and you can find me on Twitter for Purdue CFB. I'll be talking recruiting. You know, I cut up with Cam every now and then. Uh, shout out to Cam, friend of the show. Uh, and Rick, where can they find you on Twitter? I, I somebody's got to tell me where where these Canes are going to find another touchdown because it can it has to be at least a spring game, even if we got to manufacture it. Okay, okay, Twitter fans, please help out Fred. Let him know when Miami will score a touchdown, if it will be in the spring game, or will he have to wait until the regular season? Uh, find me on Twitter at Rick Brown 91 That's Rick, R-I-C-K, Brown, B-R-O-W-N, the number nine, the number one. So until next week, guys, where we'll be breaking all of the the, the bowl mania down, make sure you follow the show. Stay safe and peace. Peace.